name is Aram Vartian. I'm the Dungeon Master for God's Fall, a custom 5th edition Dungeon & Dragons campaign in Washington, D.C. In the previous podcast, we've introduced the players one by one, and this week is our first week of live play all together at one table. But before we get to that, we're going to have a quick recap to remind you where the players have been so far. So you found out that a deal is going down. A lot of gold was exchanged for this very, very small box, and that box ended up in one of Lafleur's warehouses. He's gonna be super pissed when he finds out I took this. Cause look at this. He literally built a fucking room for this and his its friends, wherever they are, or whatever the fuck they do. As you step into the room, you're at one side of this grand staircase that spills into this wide open octagonal room. Pause. Mm-hmm. Survey the room. Yes. Pause, and then proceed down the stairs. Nice civilized elf. He meets your staff with his a shield, blocks you kind of easily, and shoves you five feet back. Right. Come on, Zion, come on! Whack, whack. I'm going to attempt to hit him. Okay. Even so, though I know I'm going to fail. I'm gonna start you okay. on the road to Port Bliss, And you can see two guys and what looks like a fox in a trap. All right, so I, I look at both of them and I said, you two need to leave right now. Oh my God. There's three more. I wonder if he knows where they are. I wonder who would know what this is. Sort of an, an iridescent peacock, floor-length ball gown, something of a sheath. Whack! You see a couple black stars and he spins you around, but you're right back up. You may not be that strong, but you're tough. Well, I'll give it everything I got. And I roll it one. Okay, all right. And he kind of puts it back and they kind of back off. That was unexpected. Yep. All right. There was going to be a combat thing there, but you bluffed the fuck out of them and they both rolled two, so that was it. I look at the kid and go, other way! Like that, and whip out my call drops and Dancing slippers, sort of a diamonds on the soles of her shoes, not not blue. That would be too bridesmaid matchy-matchy. Anything else would be overkill and tacky. Try to rest and try to recuperate. You have dreams of a great storm and being washed out to sea, deeper and deeper to sea. And every time you reach for land, it just feels like you get pushed further and further out to sea. As you look up, the last thing you see as you slide beneath the waters is a giant comet. Why is there a vampire in the day? (laughs) Also, is that a nightmare? It's a raptor. You got a raptor and a zombie? A raptor, a mummy, and a vampire are after us. I'd like to re-examine the CR. (laughs) Franny. Friend. Friend. Friendly. Friendly. Friday. Of course, Friday. It's such a pleasure. Such a pleasure to see you here and this place. As we are. (laughs) All right. Um... Well, I have already... Where are you going? (laughs) (laughs) She pulls out your father's secret staff. It's glowing. She pulls it towards you and presses it against the side of your face. As she's doing so, it glows brighter and brighter. When she touches you with it, it makes a squealing noise as if you press metal against dry ice. So you are on the deck, you are leaning out, and you are looking towards the city because you are very eager to be there. About 100 feet off the shore, in the middle of the air, you see a flash of light that draws your eyes. And as you're watching, you see out of thin air, a dwarf, a halfling, and a young human appear who all tumble into the ocean 
about 200 yards off the front of your ship. This is Doro. That is just a holder. This is supposed to be a guard. Yeah, Doro's got pretty big tits. I know, right? Thanks. This is a thug. This is Baron LaFleur, and this is some dude that is named Cyril, but you don't know that yet because I slept with his name. But this is a guy named Cyril. Now, they attacked, or they were chasing down Doug and the guy he broke out. This was the thing in the box. Around. Correct. Right. Exactly. He stole it. He also found this kid locked up in a room there. So he freed the kid, stole the thing, and ran out with both of them and is being chased by Baron LaFleur and his men. When they came around this corner, they ran into him. Now, he had been traveling and stopped into Portless, and he plays a dwarf named Torbett. He ran to me. That's true. Doug ran to me. <laughs> he assaulted me. They got into a bit of a confrontation <laughs> where they faced off against Baron LaFleur and his men. They started to lose, and all of a sudden, they simply vanished from where they were and appeared over the water and plummeted into the bay, which is exactly where you okay. left off and where you left okay, off. Okay, so there's a hobbit, a dwarf, and an urchin. Yeah, basically just appeared in the middle of of the air, but they, they fell 10 feet into the water, and they're swimming towards the dock. When things started happening, I saw my aunt's boat. Yes. And pictured myself, so we would be swimming to my aunt's boat. Yes, I, well, there is a dock right there, and her boat is there. So you are swimming to that dock. You see a boat at that dock, a smaller vessel, two sails. No, I'm sorry, a very large vessel. You're on the small two-sail vessel, right? So they are swimming towards the larger... Uncle Dovis's herb yacht. You are on <laughs> Uncle Dovis's herb yacht. That's exactly what you are. <laughs> so he's on the larger ship. No. I've been hiding away on the same ship as you. Oh. And Inside of a closet and double Not that you know that, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, if anyone was on the boat, though, they didn't tell you that. Yeah, he, yeah. I kind of regret listening to the podcast now because yeah. I know I feel like I know too much. And he, Though it's fine because Player and Alter yeah, yeah. Get active, he lied yeah. to you because you weren't stating where you were trying to see if he was lying. I rolled a, you know, die for you. So okay. you didn't tell. You didn't know he was lying or you weren't suspicious of him lying. But he yeah. lied straight to you. So if you're specifically... Uh, suspicious of somebody lying to say, uh, is he lying? Yeah. And then, and then, then you, would you would roll perception yeah. to see if they're lying. If okay. you don't say it, and I know he's lying, I'll roll it for you. It's a different number. And then just tell you if you think he's lying or not. But if you don't know, I just won't say anything. Okay. So you're not tipped off on what's happening. You're in the middle of water. You see the hobbit. Do you tell him what you're doing, or you just start swimming towards the boat? Oh, well, okay. So we, we land in the water. Yes. The last thing you said was that... You rolled your swim checks, and you made them. I grabbed right. the kit, because I obviously seemed strong. That's where I'm hitting. My, I actually have pretty good athletics, too. So I was actually going to help you okay. grab this kid. That's I imagine two of us could help this kid who's broken his arm to swim. Yeah. Jesus. So, I... Uh, it would make sense for both a halfling and a dwarf to help a human-sized person out of the water. That would kind of make sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. I um, imagine he's smaller, though. He's he probably small. a little bit smaller than You could have handled it. Yeah. yeah. I will automatically start Look trying down to halfling size. <laughs> kind of like pulling both of them towards... I, I, I mean, it's near this ship. Probably yeah, going to get that on that ship. I'm also block. kind of like pulling us towards that so you can kind of all get the idea. Oh, we're going to that ship. All right. Okay, that while they're doing that, and you see this happening, do either of you do anything? So how far away from me, and they're moving away from me. They're <laughs> moving away from you. Your ship is pulling into a dock nearby, so mm-hmm. you're moving faster, obviously, obviously. By the time they get to that dock, you'll probably just be approaching yours, maybe two down. Did okay. they see us just appear out of nowhere? They truly appear in the middle of the air and plummet to the air. 
water. Well, they did because they rolled their checks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But distance-wise, like they're not close enough for like me to like throw a rope. Oh no, definitely not. No, no, no. They're closer to the docks than, than they are your boat. They'll be to the docks before your boat gets close enough to, to toss a rope. Okay. Well, then there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna frigging myself off the boat to go swim after them. Fair enough. <laughs> like, it's not be ridiculous. Yep. And if this ship is moving that quickly, I couldn't like deploy a sailor to take a rowboat to fetch them. No, definitely um, not. Get, no, they will get to those docks. And they don't seem to be they seem to be struggling a little bit, but they'll get to those docks. Okay. Well then I guess I might just ask I don't know, whomever is nearest to me, uh, did you see anyone just fall out of the sky and plummet <laughs> into the water? What? I start gathering up all my stuff and okay. getting it into my pack and putting on my uh, cloak because I'm going to have to make a speedy exit probably pretty soon. And the fact that they uh, did this just makes more trouble for me. I don't want anybody to see me or notice me. You've been studying magic, either, right? Oh, so 20. From what you've read, looks like teleportation. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't been around for 100 years or so. It hasn't worked for 98 years. There are permanent magic items that still work. All of the magic items that had to transport something, whether it was a person, whether it was a message, anything that had to move through a distance, stopped functioning, whether they're permanent or not. So there has been no teleportation magic at all in 98 years. Well, I would find that fascinating, but I'm, I'm stuck where I am. So yep. uh, I guess just have a look at them, see if I can be able to recognize them later if I, as they're swimming away, you know, see sort of what they're wearing, what are they, what all that kind of stuff. Dwarf, human, halfling, you get a pretty good idea of what they look like. Okay. All right, you kind of turn, and the guy's like, what? And he kind of looks, and he sees the three people swimming, and like, did they fall off the dock? Um, I, I'm not sure where they came from. Do you know who owns the, the ship in, in that slip? Ah, yes, I do, and if I can look up the name, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> and that ship is the Falling Star, and he knows the captain well. The captain is Selena Longriver, a halfling. Um, Longriver. The halfling. I actually broke long liver. Goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Alright, how long until we get to the dock? We'll be there within minutes, man. Within minutes. Alright, well, you can fetch my things for me then. Of course. <laughs> and they start bringing. Well, you're not getting off here, though. You don't want all your things, right? Because the boat's oh, this not. Is, this is just this my. Is port this is Port Bliss. Yeah, you're, you're on your. This is like uh, a You're stop. on your way to the bluffs. So, then, you got one more stop yet. How long are we? How long are we going to be here? Just for a night. Just for a night. You have to take on and drop off cargo. Okay, I'm going to just make sure I have my papers and my money. Well, that's never left your side. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. Let's just be <laughs> absolutely check. clear. All of your papers, all of your money, everything's right there. All right. <laughs> well, if nobody comes for me. Well, the, the door's locked from the outside to begin with. Correct. Um, and this was supposed to be my final stop? Well, the boat hasn't stopped yet. Okay. Well, and no, you're going on a Tails Bay. So Does he know that this is a stopover? Well, he... I mean, I guess the guy didn't tell him exactly where no, he is. He didn't. No, you wouldn't know. Roll to see if you recognize Port Bliss. Just give me a straight in, intelligence roll. Did I pick it up? Probably. Oh, yes, you sure you did. Do like, you do like to pick up small objects. <laughs> I'm like a magpie. Uh, what am I rolling? Uh, straight intelligence. So 13. It's a very recognizable town. So yes, yeah, you know that you're not coming into Tails Bay right now. And that makes sense, because you looked at a map, and mm-hmm. you know there's no way you would have made the distance by now. It's at least another two weeks. Oh. Yeah. Well, then, 
He doesn't do all that stuff. <laughs> 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 I guess I grab some cheese. Okay, fair enough. Hold it there for a sec. You guys have drug yourselves up onto the dock and hoisted the. <coughs> I assist him into coming back up onto the dock. Okay. I, I give him a hand. I pull you in. <laughs> I weigh 180 pounds. Yeah. Oh, no, you're not know, wearing your armor. You're no, still I'm your, natural. Like, you're drinking garb. He's a big guy. Yeah. He's I'm, a big dwarf. Have you seen guy. the picture? I'm not a pushover. <laughs> I have. You do have 12 strength. I have 12 yeah. strength. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay. okay. He is I'm a porter. Okay. Strong all right. I'm all a right. porter. Yeah. All right. And I, and I show noticeable surprise yeah. at, wow. at, at the ability of, 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 a, half of a halfling to. to so I help the dwarf. Up, and I'm strength. like, all right, stop. Who, who who are you now? I should ask you the same question. Right. You ran into me and I went in the water. Are you okay? No. no. Oh, for God's sake, everyone out of my ears. What in the hell is going on? As I'm looking around, trying to... Is Baron LaFleur or any of Baron LaFleur's spot? Greasy Sorry, monkey spot. men are around. <laughs> Could I have a perception, please? Uh, 15. Yeah, you spot a couple torches... And when you say I spot a couple torches, how far away? You guys are on the dock. We're talking about maybe a mile into the city, more in the center of the prime, but you're but the past docks district. It all kind of starts to rise up. So you can see because it's uphill. Yeah, you just spot him. He's because you get rolled. You're rolled way up a mile, about a half a mile actually. And you you see a couple torches go up. You're pretty sure it's him. He's a little bit far, but there's a couple men with torches and dogs. So you're assuming that's them looking for you. Uh, My next objective is to send a message back to my guild that Baron Lafleur's men are looking for me with the dogs, and will follow me to that hideout. Roll me a perception. Eleven. Okay. You see a kid, you know him, he pulls a lot of cons. You don't like this kid. He's the only one around you know. You could give him the message. Does he recognize me? He sees you. I wave him over. What's up, Dora? What's up, bruh? It's not going to be Sup Dora, don't worry. <laughs> What's his name? Do I know his name? Uh, oh, yes. I'm the spot. Chitlitz. There you go. Chitlitz. Chitlitz. That's his nickname. Look, I can generate him too. Randolph. Yeah. No, we can't call him Randolph for God's sake. It's got to be a proper name. Ted. It's got to be how fantasy. Was, how Randolph, Randolph, Randolph not a proper name? name. Yeah, no, I. It's a proper name. Let's go with Randolph. I like Randolph. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Randolph. What's up, Randolph? Right, for Randolph. He goes by it's Randy. By you know I go by Randy. No. Listen very carefully, Randolph. I've got a whole gold piece as I hold it out in okay. front of him to see it. His attitude just changed. I say, I've got a whole gold piece for you to send a message. And then, as I take out another gold piece, I say, if you deliver this message and I have deemed you've delivered it correctly, you will get the second gold piece. For two gold pieces, Randolph, will you send a message to my guild? You got to do. All right. And I... Relay the message. I pay him his fee. He runs away. No kid's gonna say no to a gold piece, man. Not the two of them. Boat's pulling in. So you guys are pulling in. There's ropes being hurled up to it. There's guys grabbing it and turning around with chocks and bringing the boat to a halt alongside the dock. The door opens. He kind of leans in. Perception. Well, which one of my cursed... I know, right? Cursed oh, will I use? Come on, Kelly, roll your one. I was cringing the entire time every time. Nine, Nine plus... plus. Um, three for twelve. Okay, hang on. How hang many on. D20s do you have? 
I have three. No. So set, set that one aside. Uncle if it goes under 12, don't use it again until you use the next one. Uncle Dobos is slyer than he looks, so you don't notice anything, sadly. He, uh, but he kind of opens the door, and he's like, we're this. We get for the night. You need anything. Not really, but why don't I just stay here? You can or you can come out. I think I'm going to stay here. Okay. And he's closed the door. He does not lock it this time. Okay. He just closes it. I don't want even my mother to know where I stop off. Understood. All right, what are you doing? Okay, so I haven't noticed him no, opening right, no, the door because of that. my curse. Because your curse? Well, you were distracted. People peered in the middle of nowhere. They're both on the same. Are they both like below decks or something on the she ship? She was on the deck, and his cabin is almost right off the deck, so that's why she had a chance. Oh, it's like, well, let's get a second chance now. It's not even a cabin. It's like a small little... Because since my stuff has all been gathered up and whatnot... Yes. Um, I'm now going to try to make a sneaky exit. Get off of this boat and try, because it's docked now, right? Yeah, what are you going to do? I'm going to try. Are you just going to run for it? Try to make a yeah a quick exit so that I can just get off away from all of this. So you're leaving your mom's plan and going, all right, okay. Yes. Okay, because I want you to roll. I don't want to put her in any more danger, even if I will never get another message from her again. Okay, I want you to roll stealth, and I want you to roll perception. It's a very honorable thing to protect your mom like that. It's a very honorable thing. I love you, mom. You're a good young kid. Yeah. Can you roll me a perception? It's going to be against his stealth. I picked his pocket. First stealth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Link to the past. Michael rolled a one. <laughs> I rolled an eight. Best game okay. all so Michael, here's what happens. You go... Your Plus a no, it just doesn't matter. Oh. He rolled a what? He could creak up in the, the V door, and you look out, and you see High Elf on board, and you see a double. So you lean out a little bit more, and then you just fucking fall straight out. The door flings open, slams against the side, and you are face down on this deck, looking up at her and everyone else who's looking at you Got right it. now. <laughs> How do you react? Who the hell are Nailed you? it. Uh, Alexander. Hi, I was just swabbing the deck. I've got to go. Uncle Dobos kind of runs over. He's like, oh, Alexander, hey, it's good to see you. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about this. You okay, kid? Yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. Okay. He's just uh, training with us. He's training with us. Boy, it's going to be a fine sailor one Yo-ho. day. Yo-ho. Roll. <laughs> now, now is when you can roll it. Persuasion, maybe. Okay. A six. Let's see, well, let's see what Uncle Dobos rolls first. Oh, you're tied. So you're su- you are suspicious. Yes, of course I'm suspicious. Yeah, you're because I've been on a boat great. for six days and, and I've never seen the sailor in yeah, training. I mean, so if you're a sailor in training, how come I have not seen you training at all for well, six days? I've been busy uh, uh, putting. Uh, he's a special tar. case. He's a special case. But be a little careful because he's from Padap. He's not supposed to be on this boat. He's not supposed to be training with this crew. He's gone rogue from his unit. What? Okay. What unit? I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> he, it's okay. It's okay. He is a deserter. We have to protect him so that he gets found out. As he eventually shifts back. If he, seen, if he was seen crossing the sea by any other ship, they would have gutted him. They would have taken our boat, burned everyone alive, and killed him. Which is true. Because it's not lying. Yeah, but true. it's not 100% true. <laughs> Just not in his case. Right. Thanks, Uncle. <laughs> I apologize, my child, but I have duties to others as well. So why, I guess, why are you willing to put the rest of us in danger, and why, why wasn't I informed of the risk? Because it's not your ship. You booked passage. You had a room. You got here safely. I, I got here safely, but without being fully aware of the risks. 
Again, it's not your boat. I did not mean to lie to you, but I have, res- I have responsibilities to more than others. I'm, I'm sorry if you are upset. Yeah, yeah, well, this is all great and wonderful, <laughs> but uh, I've got to get going. So, uh, have a great life. Where are you going, son? Um, away. That's not what I agreed with your mother. Well, maybe it's best that my mother not know where I am. Maybe it's best that you stay with me and go to Port Bay. I'm sorry, maybe it's best that you I stay with Port me Bay. and go to Tails Bay. Can we have a side conversation? <laughs> Sidebar. <laughs> but if I see you leave this ship, my men will stop you. Okay. So how do you how do you how do you know Dobos? I don't. You don't know Dobos. All right. He seems to have a pretty strong interest in you staying on this boat. Do you know why? I think he might have had sex with my mother. <laughs> 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 do you say this? <laughs> answer. I. There may have been intercourse at one point. I I don't know if they're still doing it, but if they are, my father would likely kill them both. Do you, do you trust him at all? No. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, he's gotten me this far. I mean, well, he's gotten me this far, too, but with the web of lies. <laughs> well, sometimes you gotta lie. Okay, well... Would your character believe that? No, he wouldn't. That's no, he wouldn't. He absolutely wouldn't believe that. I don't know. He had to keep my presence a secret. It's so Stuff, but um, stuff we're past, stuff. We're past that stuff now, so don't worry about it. There's lots. Of, did you see the people fall out of the sky? Yeah. Did you? No, I just made up the question because I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's mysterious stories about your backstory. Dobos is being weird. There just seems to be a lot of things happening here that make me a little bit nervous. Well, I'm more interested in seeing what happens to those people that fell out of the sky. You see, if what I think is correct, they were using some sort of teleportation magic, and as you both know, magic hasn't existed for 98 years. I think that we should go investigate this, but we're going to need to distract Dobos and his yeah, men. Yeah, he's going to send his men after me, as you heard. Supposedly, uh, unless we can convince him that this is where we're going. Let me let me go talk to Dobos and distract him while you figure out a way to make your way off of the ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, basically, I'm going to create a distraction for you, and that is your moment. And you see that large barrel over there on the dock. Go hide behind that once you're off the ship and I'll meet you there. Don't need to. There's a loud crash as they were moving some of the barrels off of the side and they just dropped three of them. Huge commotion as people run towards the side and the two men who were at the end of the gangplank are now gone. You can walk right off the ship if you want to go. Alright. That's easy. So off you go. (laughs) Alright, I scamper. Okay, pause. Back to you guys now. Wait, me and you, you said and you guys sorry, and me. Sorry, sorry Michael. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see That's good she enough. Did. You suck. So as you were flustered <clears throat> by this whole thing, you were razor sharp. Your goal was in mind the entire time. And as you're going towards the gangplank, you have spotted the three that crashed into the bay climb out of the bay and start going up towards the other ship. The falling star. Correct. The falling star. I return from talking to Randolph. Yeah, and the guy knows you. The guy knows exactly who you are. Now you care. Uh, You there, worker on the falling star. Uh, Where is my aunt? 
Uh, Hopefully, leans over the railing. You've got to be kidding me. Uh, Auntie, you've got to be kidding me. Auntie, Auntie, bring him up here. And there's just hands on you guys, and you are now being like, whoa, 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 what's? (laughs) Please, can (laughs) somebody tell me what's going on? They they give you a little bit of room, but they want you on the ship, and there's a lot of them. All right, you have bail. All right, in the middle of the docks, sitting on a barrel, is a halfling that bears a striking resemblance to Doro. Wait, wait, let me guess. You brought me the 32 gold you stole from me last summer. <laughs> no, Or perhaps I... you brought me that silver tray. Well, the, the, the silver perhaps tray Perhaps you bought was... the rest of the set that you stole shortly afterwards. Well, no, I, no, I, didn't, t- I didn't steal the whole set, Maybe. Auntie. I, was, well, I, I didn't take the silverware. That was a part of a whole other plan. That's a, the other guys that were here, they, they were the ones that were trying to distract you to rob you. I was just here. It wasn't my fault. All I did was tell them that you were docked here. It wasn't my fault. You're hiding my silverware behind the two barrels of rum you took? The rum is different. I needed the rum, Auntie. If you had known why I had taken it, you would have understood why I had taken it. You would have just let me have it. 117 gold, 32 silvers, 14 copper. Auntie, this is not... We don't have time for this. No, we don't. Baron LaFleur is after me. He sure is. He'll be on these docks within half an hour. I can see him right now. I kind of go. Have you been watching the whole time? I can see him and I can see you. I figured those. Why are we leaving? What's going on? Make the ship move. The ship will be moving shortly. I'll be moving shortly. You need to pay me one hundred and twenty gold. What? (laughs) Auntie, let's be reasonable. I'm blood. Uh, You and I know known each other for a very long time. Yeah, what'd you get? Oh, we don't have bluff anymore. Right, so... Perform- performance, yes. Give me a performance. Wouldn't it be deception? Oh, Give me deception. deception. Thank yeah, you. Deception is like the closest analog. 18, by the way. She's got <laughs> a bit of a soft heart. You know she's got a bit of a soft heart. You know this is all bluster. I mm-hmm. love you, Auntie. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I kind of go... You guys are having a family moment. I think I'm going to kind of... I'm just trying to back away. Go with him, right? I just you stay right here, young man. Uh, Listen here, you and your friend. Can I get a beer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you and your friends. I'm good then. Will a passage on my ship? You so much as take a single match, I will throw you right the hell over that area. Auntie, I don't even know why you would be worried about something <laughs> like that. Get on the damn boat. Are they with you as well? And she points straight off her boat to you guys because there's no one else on the dock. Fourteen for perception. You see them. I wink at her and say, more business for you, Auntie, as I go into the stock. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) So uh, a couple of sailors are are walking down like, what you want? Uh, I I am looking for uh, goods to trade, and I heard you had a number of wonderful things that could be gotten at dockside prices. May May I speak to your captain? This is a ship, not a store. What do you want? I'm just looking at the seagulls. Stay here. And he walks back, and he's like, both very terrible covers. <laughs> <laughs> he walks up on the dock, and he's like, these turn are full of complete chat. I have no idea what this is about. And so she kind of leans over, and she's like, what do you want? All right, I want to talk to that halfling who tried to rifle my purse. <laughs> Shit. Come on up. I would just takes again. That's racism. <laughs> that is racism. First of all, I want you to take a point of inspiration. 
You just got inspiration for that. That was fucking genius. <laughs> so what inspiration is? What do I means, do with that? You just basically, inspiration is binary. You either have it or you don't. At any point now, you may choose to expend it, and when you do, you get advantage. So instead of rolling one 40-sider, you roll two, and you pick the best one. And you roll you one. Oh, so I can choose between a three and a six? Yeah, basically. <laughs> marched up onto the decks. She's standing right in between you. Give it to her, Doro. Uh, Whatever you stole, Doro, give it to her. Did you live on Riverside Street? No, you're in the manor over on Gold Avenue, right? I, I realize I don't want to get in the middle of a family squabble. If we could just have a moment. She's squinting so goddamn hard she can barely see. But she's like, alright. And she kind of steps to the side. You're just going to lead me to the wolves, Auntie? Have fun, my dear. I... You flew off the off of the water, off of the sky somehow, and appeared, and then fell into the water. How did that happen? Yeah, yeah how did you get here? Yeah, can we talk You're about that? And the dwarf chimes in. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting your silverware back. By the way, in the middle of all this, there is a young kid, probably 50 years old, shattered arm, who has still been kind of quietly weeping to himself. He's wet. And he's cold. He's in a lot of pain. Oh, yeah, who wants to show humanity? Because it's not going to be me. <laughs> Give him a, a half of my mead. Yeah, you'll feel better. Okay, and he kind of stumbles for a second. He drops it, but he catches it again. And he just kind of, Thank you. Right, my work is done. All right, so how, <laughs> how, did, how all did you get here, and where are you going? The little one ran into me. How did you fall out of the sky? I, I look for a crew member immediately. Medic! There, there's not a medic, but there's a person who right. knows Someone how to splint his arm. Someone who knows how to bind a yeah. broken he, arm on a yeah. ship, I'd imagine. I think he can splint his arm. <laughs> Are you okay? My brother is dead, my arm is shattered, and I've been taken from everything I know. I'm not okay. All right, well, kids, you're going to need some kind of plan. I can't drag you around forever. You're going to have to figure out what to do next. And he's been through a lot. He just starts weeping openly. Oh, I wish I were chaotic evil. Well, I have all of these medicinal herbs that you I do. won through you backgammon. You do have some medicinal herbs that you won through backgammon. Would you like to look through them? Ultimately, what I would like to do is establish... I mean the teleporting. The teleporting yeah. thing, but what I would like to do between us yeah. is get the hell off of this ship and get back on the one we were on with everybody. Right. Um, so I think what I'm gonna say is look, on that ship over there, I have a whole bag of herbs and medicines and poultices that can help this arm this kid's arm a lot better than we can do here. I propose that we go back to Dobos's ship, patch him up, and have a conversation. And I tell you what. I'll take care of a little problem with your aunt. In return, you're going to tell us everything you know about how you ended up here. Right. Do we have a deal? Okay, okay fine. Yeah, no, I want. shake his hand. Deal! So I hear. Oh, while well, he's fucking handling the situation, I'm like right behind him. Like. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I hear your nephew has been, let's say, liberal with some of your um, uh, possessions. About how much does he owe? 119 gold, 36 silver, 12 copper. Oh, Auntie. You're hell-keeping. I could buy a horse. Not a good horse. Well, not a good horse. 
Well, well, love your sulking. I tell you what. Excellent. How about one platinum and we call it quits for now? One platinum is worth ten gold. Oh, I thought it was worth. No, one platinum is worth ten gold. So how about not? Because she's a better negotiator. Okay. How about we say fifty gold for now, and then we pay you back the rest later. I'll take it. All right. So I get rid of most of my money. Shut up and get on the boat. <laughs> 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 Alright, so you guys all leave this boat? Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm sitting over drinking with the deckhands. I don't know who you Torvik. are. Name. Torvik. Oh, Tor- right, right. Yeah. Tor- I, your name? Well, Doro! And Doro. I shake your hand. Nice to meet ya. <laughs> uh, In the Thieves Guild, when you save someone's life, I owe you a life debt. So, in order for me to repay you, you kind of maybe got to come with us? Only if to pay off the life debt. I don't know about the whole life debt, but... I mean, will that be ale? Uh, I can guarantee you it. Yeah, I'm sold. Alright, so all proceed back to Dobos' ship. At this point, they've got their barrels kind of wrapped up. You see LaFleur's people, they're kind of like circling around, but getting closer. We're not staying this evening. We're leaving. You all ready? Ready. Ready. Just had to do a little stretching of the legs. You're going to tell me your story after we get settled. (laughs) So, you all head over to the other boat, and Uncle Dobos is there. He's like, what did I say? Get on the damn boat. Fine. (laughs) What about at that point? I I need some servers and some porters uh, for when I get to my destination, so I'm happy to to pay their fare. elbow, dude. Ella is going to have words. <laughs> Bring them on. You can have words with my father. He knows exactly who your father is. That's fair enough. He could yank his shipping credits just like that. So, fair enough. I'm willing, to, right. I'm willing to pay passage. Don't rely on that cloud forever. That Get will bite you. Get your friends on board. Just don't cause any more troubles. I pee all over the side of the ship, of her ship. She can see me do it. She can say whatever she wants. Her guards can say something. They can say whatever they want. The people running the docks, they can say whatever they want. I finish and then go to the other ship. I can't imagine you're the first guy to pee off the side of a ship. <laughs> no, all I'm, I'm blasting the ship with my <laughs> urine. Can you blasting it. Just roll still. <laughs> Yeah? All right. Roll a strength check. That's a 20. Well, okay. You you cover the ship. While we're going to the sprinkler system. Nailing that ship and no one sees you. What's that smell? (laughs) Now let's see which one the dogs follow. You've got some questions to answer, don't you? After Uncle Dobos yelled, fine, whatever, just bring them on board. And he shows you guys to a larger room. You, he has moved your personal effects there, yours as well, since you all know each other. There's a there there there's a larger room, four cots, a couple of hammocks, washstand. So you're all in the same a place. I paid for private accommodations. Yeah. Well, maybe the fourth cot is for the kid. Hand <laughs> to a key. <laughs> Walks off. My feeling is that being on a ship owned by a relative when some guy is hunting you. It would be maybe a safer bet? Wouldn't be the because ship I would choose because he knows you're going to go there. Exactly. All the more reason for me to pee on the side of you and put my set on. And then, yeah, get elsewhere. 
What are you sniggering about? I walked right out to, the only other reason would be to pee on it and get my scent on it. That's the first thing I heard. That's what I was laughing about. Doro, I mean, I realize I've brought you on to be my servant, and we'll get to that, but I require you to answer some questions right now, so I can send a sailor to fetch your ale for you if you just want to hold on for a minute. Good with me. Pardon me. So I, yes, excuse me. Um, the guy's like, he kind of stops what he's doing, he's like, Yeah? Uh, if you if you could fetch uh, a half barrel of ale for my uh, fine friends, we're 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 a little a little Eyes parched. Lighten. It it it'll, it'll be worth your while. Okay. Off you go. Are you kind of leaves. <laughs> All right. So ale is on the way. All right. Well, the reason why I asked and why it's so important for us to know is that strange things are happening with magic. Magic. Ma- magic. Magic. <laughs> Magic's extinct. What are you talking about? Then how did you appear out of nowhere? I... I don't know. Which isn't a bluff check. It's not a lie. Where did you come from? Uh, I'm from here, Port Bliss. Where were you before you fell into the water? Where was I? Mm -hmm. I was in Port Bliss. Where in Port Bliss? At what location? Because clearly you weren't levitating above the water. I had a jacket and said, the little scab ran to me in the, in the hallway. <laughs> in a hallway? Where? Where Where? what hallway? Oh, and Alan. Not Alan. And Alan. 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 I have no idea. I know this is Port Bliss and that's it. The point is, I stole something very valuable. Someone wants it. They chased me into him. And here we are. So what's all the questions? And I lost a very good throwing axe, too. That is unfortunate. What did you steal and where did you steal it from? Who are you again? I... I'm the person who's paying your passage and who is preventing whomever those men with dogs are from coming for you. So what did you steal? Do you know we who... haven't left the docks yet. Then <laughs> <laughs> those, those dogs are getting louder. Do you know who Baron LaFleur is? But roll me and intelligence. Just exactly. Ugh, a six. Yeah, no, no, no way. Uh, he is actually a rarely kind of an important person on the docks. He serves a very specific person. Well, several people, actually, that man ships. Uh, he, he had a very valuable belonging. And I don't know what it does or what it's for, but I knew that my guild needed it. Money, obviously. Uh, I snuck into his warehouse. Storehouse. Warehouse. Yeah, it's a warehouse, right? storehouse, whatever you want to call it. Absolutely. I snuck into his warehouse. I found the object. And then proceeded to try and escape when I found... I point to where the boy was. With, with the boy. With the broken arm. Oh yeah, uh, we're getting him herbs and healing. After we escaped the warehouse, Baron LaFleur started to catch us. I literally led them into a trap, I guess. And amidst all the chaos and reaction, there was someone who did something that was like magic, I guess, but... Magic's not real anymore, isn't it? I thought... I'm so confused what's going on. The point is, the thing that I took, he wanted it, and then we ended up here. He did stuff like stop us in place and hurt our arms. He broke that kid's arm. He wasn't even near him. I don't even know what's going on. All I know is that Baron LaFleur is after something I've stolen, and that means I need to fence it immediately. Okay, using my arcana knowledge from studying magic, yes. do I recognize anything that he's describing in anything that I've ever read? All of these are cursed. I know. Except for mine. Well, I have a luck field, and I, we're realizing that that may hurt the game. 
because yeah. of my luck. It affects highly on my luck field. I'm lucky. He's a very lucky person. Like, my dice rolls. Oh, no right. goddamn magic in God's You are lucky because you have you make you have terrible judgment and you Horrible. make bad decisions all the time. And yet Everything you're goes my way. <laughs> <laughs> you're not on the street right now. No, I'm actually doing great. Doug is convinced that if you're close to me within the luck field, you can get luck. I have a theory. Yeah. That there's osmosis from his luck field based on the proximity and, and aura. The, the, how much time you spend around him. He and is his own talisman. <laughs> yes. 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 So wear him like a shawl. So anyway, I, yes. I wrote total ten. So no fucking idea. You've never painted like this. You don't know what it could be. All right. Can we? Can we see the object, please? I. Frankly, high elf. I think not. Unless you're paying. I, I don't want to buy the object. Then no! See the object. And what about you, human? You seem really interested in arcane lore. But... There's a knock oh, on your door. Perhaps that's our ale. Let oh, me thank God. <laughs> um... There's a gentleman with a quarter keg of ale, but there's a keg of ale, and the kid. The kid's now kind of got his arm bandaged up. Got your chaser. I was gonna say, I woke up, I, I walk up and grab the quarter keg and just set it down like a mug. Here's how mine, you, what how, is yours? How, how, how are you doing? I'm, he looks a little, his eyes are a little whatever they gave him. Like He's, he's like, a little dilated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll have what he's having. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's, that's your answer. That's your answer to everything. Yeah, this is a yeah. human kid? Yeah, yeah. About your age. Oh, okay. About your size. He's drunk pretty heavily. No. What, what's your name? Para. My name is Para. All right, and uh, do you... Where, where did you... How did you fall in with these companions? I... My brother and I were taking grain to sell in Ani, and our ship was attacked... And they killed him, and they took me. And then I woke up in this room, and I was there for days. I don't know how long, until he got me out. What, where, where were you coming from? Where was your ship coming from? We were the drain. Com- he was coming from Wessel. I don't know exactly where Wessel, but he's coming from the kingdom of Wessel. He's like, 50, he's like 15, 16. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's my age. Yeah, he's 16. just a little bit scared because his arm has been shattered and his brother's been oh, right. killed. We're all teenagers. You know? I'm, not well, I'm, I'm 60. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but in the age you, of an elven that lives I'm, I'm 90. Mm-hmm. But in elven... Uh, like 18. Yeah, yeah so we're Same all like thing. teenagers. Yeah, yeah. probably You're a You're all in a van. Where's our dog? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start solving crime. <laughs> Dooby dooby doo. Where are you? We got some work to do now. Black hair, more olive, right? Dark brown eyes, you know. And about five foot seven. Did you say he was like he looks Iraqi? I totally just pictured that. Yeah. When, you, when you described him in the yeah. fire and stuff, I, just, I don't know why. Is that no. racist? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> you picked up on what I was trying to sell. Perfect. Whatever. You guys uh, feel the boat shift, and you hear a sighing as ropes are kind of released, and the wood, you know, doesn't have anything else to, you know, it's not pressured against those lines, yeah. so it kind of settles back into the water, and the ship begins to move. Yeah. Okay, at least we're off. So now that I've got a few ales in me, and I go, let's talk. Yes. Hi. Let's talk. Hi. I'm Torvik. Pleasure to meet you. Friday. Lovely Friday. to meet you. This guy saved my life. I don't know if you would call it that. Seems like everybody's in the business of saving your life today. Uh, well, hey. And now I'm here with all of you. Yeah, it's unfortunate that we didn't learn anything more from this. 
And you, sir. What's your name? Uh, hi. Uh, I'm Alexander. Okay, uh, you would have to roll. Yeah, that that was not convincing. <laughs> yeah, it was like a shitty bluff. So you know he's lying, but you're not gonna know. I tell you what, here. we'll just go with Alexander. Uh, you know, I'm, I've, I've I've had a few drinks, so I'm, I, I'll believe. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not. You know, I what, haven't. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever you guys say, I'm 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 inclined to believe just because I I'm. I don't know why I'm here, so I'm just complacent as, you know. Torvik, I couldn't help but notice that you're clearly religious. I'm not religious in any, any way, sort of form, because there is no such thing. Because there are no gods. Yeah, there no. is no god, there is no religion. No, but there is oh, religion. There is certainly religion. There are people oh, who still believe. Okay. Yeah. The church is the fourth and excellent. But what exactly. type of religions are there? Isn't it just the anti-magic religion? So there is uh, a religion of sorts in, uh, in Kadar, the Empire of Kadar. That uh, it's called the anti-theos of man. And they believe that that the gods' war caused all the problems and was created by the gods. But the gods were evil and wrong and capricious and all that sort of stuff. And so anything that is magic or shows any sign of anything from the gods is seen as being the yoke of the gods, the thing that kept man down, that kept man from being able to to reach their full potentials. Steal your mind and, and focus on your body and try to become the absolute best example of man you can be. Be abstemious in your diet. You care for others, but you also have to like make sure that you, uh, you know, stay strong and, and don't allow your too much like gluttony or that sort of thing because then that's that's going away from what man can become. I'm sort of picturing a combination of the Ironborn from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and the Republic of Gilead from Handmaid's Tale. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they hunt down any people that use uh, magic items. There's no magic at this point. Uh, nobody has magic. It's just right? the loose items that right. retain them. But the, any loose item that retains magic, the plus whatever, two. they hunt them down. <laughs> Anybody that uses them will be publicly executed, that sort of thing. But that's just in that empire. There are other places and other mm-hmm. people believe yeah. different things. So. Where did we drop off with you? Oh, because then you started doing something. He, his... He came from Wessel and his brother's dead. Well, the sympathy is just amazing. <laughs> hey, come on. Dead we brother all, from Wessel. Sorry, we all know you're an NPC. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to be. Sorry. Not damn red shirts. <laughs> Poor little Tara, right? <laughs> exactly. We have gotten him. He's fine. He's been tended to. Exactly. He has been tended to. He's high as hell. Right. Yeah. So you guys are for bliss right here. Okay? Mm-hmm. And you'll be traveling up the coast. Here. Oh, right past my homeland. Yep. And then two of the bluffs first, and then on to Tails Bay. Just right, walk my, this where, whole way. Where's my ships? aunt's whorehouse again? Okay, your yeah. aunt is in the bluffs. Okay. That's where you're going. How? You're supposedly going on to Tails Bay. Uh, how do ships travel between Port Bliss and what's the next dock town? So Port Bliss, the next one they're going to hit is, is the bluffs. The bluffs? So this basically is going to fall Do all ships follow this coastline? I mean, they say It's like to. an underwater current type of thing that tends to push sh- ships along a coast like that. The so. current in this world swirls in a circle with the world storm. So outside, it's faster. Inside, it's slower, just like a record. Okay. okay. So Do people this, normally travel the coast here to get this, to the yeah, bluffs? In this inner sea, it's pretty calm. They would travel the middle, they'd travel the coast, whatever they want to do. There's, the, there's, there's no real reason to go far out here because there's <laughs> no one there. So she's just going to more right. or less gently follow the coast until she's at the. She's just taking the straightest path. That's, That's all. a she. You mean the ship. Shellos. 
the ship. Oh, the ship. We're back on Dobos' ship. Right. Yeah. Sorry. We're Dobos' ship. She no, really wanted us to be on the Starfall, no. but then she had a logical reason to no. not be. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Either, I figured you'd be on both ships. It's just I'm trying to keep it straight. I apologize. So you're on the Montgomery. She's, she's, he, Uncle Dobos. No, she, is, you can refer to sorry. a ship as a she. No, I'm, talking, I'm, talking, I'm trying to say Uncle Dobos, uh, so I can't refer to him as a she unless something changes. I mean, so, we could learn more. <laughs> so, Uncle Dobos is going to take the, Mon- the Montgomery up through here, stop by the bluff, stop by Tails Bay, and then he's out. Doing okay. something. You don't That's know where right. he's going after That's something. Right. It's like he ditched the car and, and grabbed a new one. Yeah, yeah no. exactly. Well, no. pissed in the car. Then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All over the car. <laughs> All right. I think what I would like to do is divide and conquer a little bit and let you try and find out a little more information about this magical object. I'd like to go talk to Uncle Dobos for a minute. Fair enough. Fair enough. Pause for a sec. So you leave. You leave. The door's not locked. So you can walk around the deck. He is still on the deck, literally right behind mm-hmm. the captain's wheel, sawing away at it. Dobos, yes. I, I just wanted to come and thank you so much for how accommodating you're being in what turned out to be a much more tumultuous evening than I think any of us had ever planned. That's what I said. Things happen on the sea. I'm glad you're here. All right, wonderful. I, I, I was wondering if um, you knew of a Baron Lafleur. Sure, they do know of Baron Lafleur. Could you, could you tell me more of Baron Lafleur? He's a criminal. He's a thief. He's a pirate in a fancy outfit. And, and so is he a self-styled Baron? Yes. He basically has raided up and down this coast, at least he did for a while with his brother, until his brother's killed. Now he's a respectable businessman with storehouses, and he keeps goods. Goods that are mainly stolen and fenced, but that have not paid their proper tariffs. Look at my flags. All the tariffs. Every one. Paid every damn one. Oh. He hasn't paid a cent. Allies all up and down this coast. Most of the ship captains talk to him. Others will talk if there's enough gold. As long as you're here and you're wanted by him, you're in danger. You are now on, and everyone is on Uncle Dobos' boat, which is not what I expected to happen, but you're all on Uncle Dobos' boat. It's on the Montgomery. The first day, it is the 25th of Safan, and it is a nice summer day, uh, probably a high of 63, maybe a low of 48. The months are named after the gods, except for uh, February and January, which basically are combined to one lump called the nothing. That's what the Romans used to do. They used to just have a big section of yeah, winter just so be the nothing. Dead months, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's 60 days that is just the none. And people will say, well, you know, what month is it? None! It's bleak time where no one gives a fuck. The lovely clear evening with light wind as you guys set out. Because we're going to be in a six-day period where we're traveling to the next destination, is there anything you guys would like to accomplish over those six days. Uh, You're all in the common room, I assume? So we've all excited. I went to talk to Dobos. So you went out onto the deck. Yeah. Pause for one second. I'm done talking to Dobos now. You walk out onto the deck and you are stopped by a second because there is a brilliant silver comet in in the night sky just kind of hanging above you. Uh, so, uh, given all of the strange things that have been afoot, in particular, I'm going to yell for Alexander to... Okay. Okay. I hear her. Wait, I, wait. I'm, I'm Intelligence roll. I'm uninterested. Oh, in right. Because you have to... Ring. You don't respond. Uh-oh. She calls Alexander and you don't respond. Um. <laughs> Alexander, I think she's calling you. Oh, yeah, nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He should probably roll perception. Oh, do I yeah. need perception? Yeah, no, totally that's per- not his name Totally now? roll perception. It's going to oh. be a low roll. Oh. Oh. 
Six. <laughs> nope, you missed it. You're drunk. I'm, I'm <laughs> you're too busy trying to like you know hide that you're not drinking. Yep. Uh, yep. Right. Right. Well, then slightly later than I should have emerged, I uh, I uh, come up onto the uh, deck of the ship. Sorry, okay. I was using the bathroom. All right. So, <laughs> is this comment anything I would like through my presumably fairly advanced education? be familiar with. Roll me a straight intelligence. Well, it's not, it's not really your field, but let's see. Deepest of deep curses. A seven, I think. Yes. You know it's a comet. Um, so there's that. You got that much. You got that part down. All right. Um, <laughs> has it ever been sort of seen before? Or were you being told, were you aware of any comets that should be appearing in this time of year, in this, in this sky? No. Okay. All right, do I happen to know anything about the comets? Roll me a straight in, roll me a straight intelligence roll. 14 plus three, 17. You don't know that a comet was supposed to appear right now, but there is something about this that rings a bell. Give me a religion roll. Yes, and I have very high religion. Gotta catch up my training. 19 Ooh. plus five, 24. Okay. You heard tale back during the God's War of a comet that looks like this. I've heard tale back in the God's War of a comet that looked like this. Back towards the end of the war, Ogon. Didn't, didn't the war last like an hour? Yeah, it didn't last long. But towards the end of that hour, Ogon, one of the things that ended it, was the god of Earth brought down a comet. That's why there is the void. Ah. The doid. The doid, exactly, <laughs> yes. This silvery comet with a green tail is exactly what people described back then before the impact. I would then recite the verse that I know from my role, the, from the Antichiot Bible, talking about the end of the world. Of the make country. me fucking write that now, you son of a bitch. Fine, yes, that's what you've done. Okay. You have to write a whole passage of <laughs> fake Bible now. I'll write a fake Bible, I'll do it. He could win the goat of the week, and that's his assignment. Done, that's it. See, Michael, you won. Congratulations, wonderful role-playing. Write me a Bible passage. We both go out on deck, all right? You see the comet, looks fantastic. You see an old man. There's an old man standing directly on deck, probably six and a half feet tall, huge long white beard, big huge staff, and he's just staring right at you. Do you see him? And look over to where he's saying, the hell are you talking about? Is this glowing? Yes. I need a, I need a uh, wisdom save. Why do I keep touching this, Jim? And we don't see anything going on right mm -hmm. now. Oh, I make this. No. Uh, <laughs> actually, 18. Okay, so you feel the edges of your vision kind of flood, you know, just by touching it this time, just kind of a flutter with that kind of pink purplish you saw before, and a brightness seems to emanate from the man at the same time. Who are you? You know who I am. I am, I am the I am avatar of travel. I have been, I have been with, with you this, you this whole time. time. We, shall we shall see each other again, again and again and again. again. But there's always a and he gives out his hand. I reach up and, and take his hand. Boom. Doro falls unconscious. He just collapses to the deck. Oh, shit. Well, I, I reach over to him and turn him over. He's just out, completely out. Tail. His eyes are fluttering rapid, rapidly, and his breathing is fast. Oh, God. Um, Not too fast, just faster than someone would be asleep. Well, I'm going to uh, just see like, if he's going to die or something. Bright purple light kind of hits you in the face, and you reach in to see what's going on. Boom, Michael falls unconscious. <laughs> Clunk. Okay. 
out cold. Right, Lass, you want to touch it next? <laughs> uh, so you're out and you're out. Yep. Um, at this at the, at this point, someone in the back of yeah, someone is shouting in the back of the ship now. Hey, hey, what happened to them? They okay? Um, and so drank a little bit too much. Drank a little bit too much. I'd watch your friends; they could fall over. And he goes back to his you know uh, position. Okay. Useful. So. Thanks, lifeguard. This might make you aware that there's other people. That's all. To be fair, when I was lifeguarding, that's what like. <laughs> 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 Clearly, since I am a well-dressed elf, do I have any sort of like gloves or? Absolutely, you always have a pair of gloves on you. All right, all right. So mm-hmm. I am gonna pull on my gloves mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, Get him first of all to help me drag them back inside the cabin. Mm-hmm. All right. Because you're all we're all out on deck, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So just grab them by the feet. Don't touch anything glowing. A couple of the people are laughing. Like, oh, I guess they can't quite take the um, rum. Yeah, that's all my beer. <laughs> I grab them both by the feet and just start dragging. Yeah. You could, yeah, because one of them's little and one of them's not that big, yeah. so you're good. Yeah. Um, and the first thing, strength. the, the first, press all of them. the first thing I do is take his still cold ale mm-hmm. and throw it on them to see if that revives them. No, no effect. Lass, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, I had to try this glowing. Is it? There is a stone, you can see it now because the shirt's open, there is a sapphire Mm -hmm. glowing very brightly Mm -hmm. with three diamonds around it on in a pocket in his shirt. Um, Is there any sort of sturdy looking receptacle around? Yeah, absolutely, like a, like, like there's a wash bin. Or like an iron box. Oh yeah, there's, there is a small, well there's a small wooden box with iron hand, you know, hinges. Okay. Um, so I guess what I would like to do is try to use something to move that into the box and close the box. Okay. So you kind of, you know, and they both wake right up. Just shoot right up from where they were sitting. Now, in the meantime, you you took his hand and boom, you're just instantly in that world. Okay? Right. So it fills the, in rather right. than it just being kind of a, now, for me, sort of Now, these three are around you. Okay. Now, while I'm holding this guy's yeah, hand. because because they were around you when you touched his hand, so I need to tell you what you see. Everyone else is gathered all around you on the deck. The dwarf is covered in a living cloak of animals: weasels, foxes, ferrets, birds, snakes, lizards, just all over him. A cloak, a crown, a staff. Everything is living animals. To his right, Zion stands encased in a shimmering field of armor. It's got that same kind of purplish pink quality that this world has, except it's formed around him like a perfectly forged set of translucent plate mail. The High Elf Phryne is stark naked, floating off the deck with her arms spread wide and a swirling tornado of color surrounding her with flashes of lightning going off all around, like she's a tempest. Do I notice any, okay, I'm clearly, oh my god, what mm-hmm. the hell? Yeah. yeah. No, so they I look, does anyone else look like that? The no. other people on the ship, no. Perfect. But I see other people, yes. and they just look like sailors. Yes. And, uh, yes. Know, but they look like that. Exactly. I That's look back at the old man. Okay. And, he, he's still there, right? Okay, and you look back at him, and you start to say, some, say, say something, and all of a sudden, poof, you hear something slams into you from the back, and you turn around, and there he is. 
Uh, well, am I now dressed as I was? Are we yeah. still where we are and I'm holding the guy's hand? Yeah, absolutely. What? Hot? How? What? You I tried see, to help you. You see Doro holding a very old man's hand. Okay. <laughs> 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 Let's see this uh, It's not what you think. <laughs> You are in, it's like you, everything is exactly the same, except everything is like this translucent, purpley pink kind of, it looks like clouds almost. It's all firm and it, you're not gonna fall through it, but it looks like clouds. You turn and you get the two of them out of the corner of your eye and they look exactly like I just described them to him. As you're looking at Doro, Doro has a long hood and a long stick in his hand and a long white beard. Just That's like the man that he's, though. just like the man who, whose hand he's holding. All right, well, I look down and, well, first of all, did they respond to me when I talked to them? No, they, no, they, they're, they look like they are hunched down over something. And as you look over their shoulder, it's you. They're hunched down over yours and his body. Then I look at my arm. Okay, you see yourself as he saw you. Okay, what's going on? What is going on? I look right at the old guy and say, who are you? Randolph. It's Randolph. <laughs> Where's my gold? <laughs> Thomas. I am an avatar of the god of travel. The, the, what? You have met me before. You will Hack? meet me again. No. You're, you can't even be real. You're, the gods are dead. I am real. The gods are dead. The gods cannot be in every place at one time. They would send us, create us, send us to places to be their voice. There are many of us who still walk this place. What are you doing here? Why are you talking to me? Because I was waiting for you, Doro. Because you have to lead them. To lead? To lead? lead. You've done it so far. Lead them? You've gathered who? them all here, just like you did before. Who? Before? Wait, what are you talking about? I've never met you before. You've met me a thousand times, and you will again. This is the first. You shall see me soon. And it just kind of steps back and fades away, and you guys, whoo, at that moment, wake up. Where's, where's, where did the, where is this, where, where is the gem? Where is the gem? Uh, uh, what are you rolling? What are you rolling? I was... 16, perception. Perception? Okay, okay. What are you looking for? The gem. Okay, you don't see the gem. It's not where in the open. It's gone. Well, there's two people in front Overboard? of you. Oh, look, there's two people in front of you and they were conscious. So I'm assuming you're going to suspect them Where first. Where did the star sapphire in my pocket go? I think that I can tell you where it went when you can tell me where it came from and what it is. I know fair. Pull my daggers. Initiative. <laughs> Shit just got real. <laughs> Oh, do we all have to do yep, this? Yep, everyone's got to roll initiative, the, including you. You're in the room. The 20 thing? Mm -hmm, exactly. And then add your initiative. Oh, you rolled a I one. I rolled a one. What is with your ones? Four. It's my die, too. Why can't I help you? 18. Okay, well, that's no surprise. Doro has his knives out. And he is within striking distance in a second. If you were to pull a weapon, he'll cut you. I don't want to hurt you people. I just want my gem back. I go for a grapple. All right, let's go. Doug, you act first. Oh, well, I wouldn't react to him. If he was going to grab me, then I kind of would be... Just well, gonna honestly, be at first, I'd right. be a little surprised. Like, right. oh, wait, I... Oh. So you let him grab your arm. 
I mean, well, yeah, it would catch me by surprise only okay. if for no other, no other reason that I definitely would not expect him to suddenly jump into combat and stop me. Okay, so, but you don't resist. That's it. No. Okay, and the, I don't, then initiative's over. Yeah, You've so got I his mean, arm, and now you're back. Glad you need to settle down a little bit. I she took, I, let go, let go. You got promised to calm down. Oh, I, if you can see my side of things. I lift him up a little bit higher. I say, I'll see the other side of things if you put the daggers away. Okay, well then I guess I'm going to put the daggers away. I drop them back down and grab them and let them go. I'll just wander into your life and suddenly take your belongings now, do I? I'd imagine isn't that your entire anything that you had earned for yourself, you, you would probably want back too if someone had taken, well, right? To be fair, you did tell us you just stole that. Let's calm down All the more reason I should get it back. You didn't steal it. What are you going to do with it? Baron LaFleur stole this jewel. Uh, he built a room in a warehouse with a giant golden fist. It's clearly some kind of religion. Uh, so the back of this fist, totally four indents, right? Where you would just kind of just jam one of these jewels in. Found that thing in the back of it. Pried it out. Had a misstep. I escaped. But admits escaping... I saved someone, because, you know, kind of a hero. Baron LaFleur shows up from out of nowhere, run into drinking dwarf guy, <laughs> ran into you guys, and then you took my gem. You guys hear a crack of thunder. You are just below deck. We're on a ship full of people that run the ship. Yeah. Why would we care whether it's stormy weather? Just I mean, wanted you to know. How bad is the storm? Well, I mean, we're not, do you want to go out on deck? I mean, ah, okay. I, 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 don't go out there, I love, you psycho! I, I okay. love thunderstorms, so I want my stumble <laughs> and it sounds like a good one. Good. I mean, I, there, I well, while you're out, can you check with Jobo? Oh my god! She doesn't in role-playing games! <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even while you're stop! Up. <laughs> while you're up! While you're out! While you're out! out. That's kind of my word. Uncle Dobos and a couple others are gathered on deck. And walk over to him and say, Quite a storm we got brewing. Yes, and he points to the horizon. You can see bolts almost in a bowl around you. There is no escape. It's bearing down on you. Is this going to be a bad one? Or this is going to be a bad one. Tell everyone to lock down everything they have. Bring in the sails! Is there any chance we can get another cake? <laughs> it's going to be a long one, I think. He kind of he gives you the look, like the look your mom used to give you, and then he goes back to what he's doing. <laughs> So a lot of lashing of things down, a lot of tying of things down, a lot of moving of shit. Well, my, sails like, are coming I'm not, down. I'm not proficient in sailing, so I'm going to ask so... if there's anything I can do to help. Just Pick that up, put it in there. Oh. All right. Man, I'll put it in there. Nothing I can do. You yeah. the ship? Yeah. Oh my god. This Drunk guy. shit. What am I going to do? The storm is getting stronger. It is bearing down on the ship, and it is starting to feel the effects. The ship is now swaying back and forth and green water is starting to spill over the front of it. Green water is when a ship hits a wave and that wave then crests over the deck. I read the whole fucking storm rack book just to get these <laughs> rules. I've got all the water rules. I need a spot check. Perception. Perception, yes, please, I'm sorry. Wait, are you guys all in the room? Who's on deck? I'm, I'm on deck. You're the only one on deck. Yeah, I'm on deck. You roll me a perception. I'm Dealer's sorry. choice. I'm searching everybody's Roll one anyway, because you're, yeah, you're popping in and out. Where I am. Three? Fifteen. Okay. Fifteen's enough. As you're popping in and out looking for things, you happen to be back towards the back, and you're kind of 
look over his shoulder, back off the bow. Oh no, that was the front. So back off the stern, thank you, of the ship, and you spot the falling star. It's caught up with you guys. The falling star. When you. The falling star. Your As you reference cousins, that, now your cousins, to me, sorry. I have no idea. What? Your, your aunt's ship. Aunt's yeah. ship. Oh, the, the ship. falling star. Because there was a comet there was before. There was a comet. And no, fair enough. Yeah, 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 the comet's still there. He's got clearly a theme on his mind. No, yes, I do. I clearly do. <laughs> the storm must have slowed you guys down. So they Enough that. for them to catch up with you. That's great. I, don't, I do nothing with this information. Fair enough. The bow dips and a particularly strong wave crashes over the front of it. I need dexterity saves. All. Good luck, everyone. Twelve. Just these two on deck. Just the two idiots. Yep. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, you hop up on top of a stack of barrels as the wave crashes past you. Oh! Twelve. Twelve. Okay, the wave hits you. I need a strength check. Sixteen. 16. Yes, that's enough. Okay, you, you kind of like it pushed back a foot and it's startling because the water has a lot more strength than you expected it to, but you managed to grab onto something and hold yourself until the wave is done. The storm is hitting harder and they're having trouble controlling it. Another wave of green water hits over the bow and takes out the guy behind the helm, knocks his feet out from under him, hits him down, he gets swept towards the side and goes right over the edge. And they're trying to throw ropes out to him. And these like sheep bladders that have been oiled and are floating. So I take one of the ropes, tie it around my belt or whatever I can, secure <laughs> it tightly. <laughs> yeah. And poof. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Want, like, just throw him the Strength. Three of them. Uh, oh, first one's a 10. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this always happens. Oh. Uh, first one, uh, second one's a 15. Mm hmm. Ooh, the uh, third one's a seven. Okay, you, waves crashing over you, but you are fighting it, and you can see him, and you are like five feet from him, and then just, you get pulled under. You get pulled straight under. I need you to roll a constitution save. It'd be plus two with my, mm -hmm. so it'd be 10. You're trying to fight against, you're trying to find your way back up to the surface, and you just can't, and your lungs are burning, and you take one gulp of sea water. You feel black stars flicker at the edge of your vision and you just start to go and then thump. Something hard, heavy, and wet hits you from behind and forces you right to the surface. Lifting both you and, sure, a narwhal. A narwhal <laughs> has surfaced <laughs> underneath you, pushing yes. both you and the other guy up to the surface violently. You're kind of thrust almost out of the water and then face down against it to the point where it wakes you up. You get shoved within a couple feet of the boat, and there's ropes dangling out. There are people on board watching this happen. Well, I have a rope attached to me, so I'm assuming they're up. They can run and grab that, and, they're, and they are now pulling you up. You are both drugged back on board the ship. He's coughing violently, but he's okay. The bow goes down again. There's another wave of green water. Reflex save. That'd be dexterity? Yes, sorry. You moron. Uh, natural one. Oh. oh! I'm gonna use this opportunity to go to the bathroom. And go. That way, I will remove my bad luck. You are washed straight towards the edge. I need a strength check. I'm still attached to that rope, though. Yes, that is helpful. Four plus three, seven. Okay, you go right over the edge, but you go like about ten feet, and then wham, right against the um, um, side because you, you're you're still held on the rope. Take two points of damage. Jesus Christ! 
and they drag you back up. No, you guys have had the equivalent of a full rest already since you were injured. So you should absolutely have all your health back. I'm sorry, I should have mentioned that. So they drag you back up onto the ship and, the, and it's getting worse. And you also notice that no one took the helm yet and the ship is starting to list to the left. And that wouldn't be such a problem if the, if the falling star wasn't coming up behind you. You are turning directly into her path. I notice. Oh yes, I notice you do. All this happening. Yep. Right, so they're I, all they're all too busy with their guy. Drunk as hell, I run up and I just grab grab the wheel. Strength roll. Yes, you're able to wrench it back just enough and keep it on course. But if you let go, the wheel will spin again, and the falling star is still coming up. Its sails are out. This is a bad storm, but it's a much larger vessel. It can keep going, and it's coming up fast on your guy's left. Do you keep holding the wheel? Absolutely. I three more strength. Uh, three more strength checks to hold it. Uh, first one's a two plus four six. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one. Stop. Two. It came out of your hand on the second one. I need another one to catch it. Is that more dexterity or the B? Strength. Because it's your best. Uh, seven plus four, eight, nine, eleven. You can't. You just it's bam. Oh! You want to give it another shot? Grab it one more time. Uh, Nineteen. That time. You just kind of caught it. You wrench the ship back, <laughs> and you're holding it steady, and you're holding it straight and true. What would you do with a drunken sailor? <laughs> That's pretty much exactly what's happening. What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor early in the morning? We're able to hold it enough that some other crewmen run up behind you and take the, and take the wheel from you. But you've kept her you've kept her steady. As you do, the falling star kind of rolls up right along beside you you guys, maybe about 200 yards. At this point, <laughs> Uncle Dobos has taken Dobos. the deck again, right? Mm -hmm. and, he, and, he's, and he's got a lantern, and he's flashing signals to the other boat, and they're flashing signals back. You're on you're, uh, you're you're another pair of hands, and they need it. So you work for the next half an hour until the storm starts to go down a bit. And it's like, it's, 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 it's still a little rough, but the worst of it's passed. And they bring their sails back up. The falling star slowed until they saw that you guys were okay, and now they've continued on and are, again, outpacing you. So the next couple days are going to go pretty calmly unless anyone has anything else to add. Well, now that that storm's over. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that thank that's done. God. Yeah. It was very unpleasant. It was very unpleasant. Yes. What are you talking about? It was a hell of a long time. <laughs> I, I do not care for being uncomfortable. No. And it's not wet. You kept getting sprayed with seat water. It was most unfortunate. The next few days go fine. There, the, the seas are calm as glass. Okay? And you talk a bit about what you've been talking about. You contemplate a bit. You think a bit. You dry out some. And the first rays of morning on the sixth day are just breaking over the, uh, over the horizon as the Montgomery rounds the eastern edge of the Silver Peaks and the bluffs finally roll into view. The city sits within a massive half bowl hollowed out from the sandy limestone rocks surrounding it by generations of silver miners growing the town as they excavated. The morning sunlight dances across flecks of silver in the rose limestone. Squat stone towers and 10-foot walls stretch over the trio of roads leading out of the city, stretching only until the cliff face becomes impassable. So there's a couple of walls around the town, but it's not very fortified at the top. It's kind of like a solid drop. If you're, not, if, 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 if you're not on the road, it's a really difficult, steep climb. So they don't really need walls around it. But they're all, there are walls facing the sea. 
Anchored about a fourth of the mile from the bluffs is the Blackwater, a towering four-masted galleon whose sky-blue sails mark it clearly as a warship of the Kadarian Empire. Well, okay, well, I would have to tell everybody, guys, we're in trouble. So you all see the, you all see the, the bluffs coming into bay, and they all look happy, and he looks like he's seen a ghost. Yeah, right, friend. That's my brother's ship. Your brother's ship? Well, Your brother's it's not ship? His, he just, he's just on it, but uh, it's from the Kadarian Empire. They can't see me. They can't know I'm here. Actually, based on the fact that after we touched the gem and saw what we saw about all four of us, they can't see any of us here. Kadar has no power here. This is not Kadar. They can bring their ship here, and because this is the But bluffs, they got a bigger boat than us. Well, <laughs> and as you're... Yeah, true. As you're, just because they can't doesn't mean they won't. But as you're watching, you guys can see that they are absolutely offloading prisoners. Right, and presumably this is all part of the larger slave trade that's happening. Absolutely it is. And do you spot your friend? You sure as hell do. So they are being offloaded onto wagons, and as your ship begins to pull up, those wagons pull out and go into the town proper. I need perception rolls. For everyone? Yes, everyone who's on deck. 18 plus... 11. Okay. 19. You rolled above 10, Kay, I'm really happy. Nat 20. Okay, well, yeah. Kay is a little busy thinking about how she's going to spend her time in a warm bath with the a comfortable... Yes. <laughs> and the rest of you see two people on oh, board... Oh, I get to add three, though. So no, it's I not going to help you, unfortunately. There's <laughs> <laughs> a 15, I'm sorry. That bath was just two. Yeah. So you guys are, you know, you guys can help... Look, there's about 200 yards between you and this massive warrior. You guys are on a big, on a big ship. That one's bigger, and it's made out of ironwood. So it's basically a solid steel wooden ship. As you're passing by, there are two people on the edge facing you, and they're watching your ship go by. And the three of you notice that as they do, necklaces glow on their necks. They look down at them, and their eyes narrow on your ship as it passes by. By the time you're in port, they're lowering a rowboat. And we're going to stop right there. All right, that is our first all-play session. We hope you guys have enjoyed it. This is also kind of the end of our setup story. I wrote the first part of this a little bit on rails, and I'll fully admit that. I kind of guided where I wanted the players to be, and I kind of put them right exactly in the positions I wanted them. Now, next game, it all opens up into a sandbox. They have the information they have. They have the forces against them that are circling and they need to decide what to do from here on out. If you go to the website godsfall.com, I'll be putting up a chapter one intro that'll show maps and other information from this game so you guys can get a better idea visually of what I'm trying to create here. We'd also like to thank iTunes reviewer CB2016 who says, I'm a DM and I listen to a few D&D podcasts for fun and to get interesting ideas for storytelling and mechanics for my players. I listen on the RSS radio app, but I had to come onto iTunes to help these guys out. This is hands down the best produced and most well thought out RP podcast I've ever heard. It's not even to the main story yet. Well, we are now, so I hope you're still enjoying it. But the backgrounds and characters have already met my expectations and have me anxious for the next episode. The bar has been set really high and I hope you can keep up with my now sky-high expectations. Well, I hope we can too, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode. We also have t-shirts loaded now, so if you want to get a t-shirt with the Godsfall logo or some of the other designs I've come up with, go to godsfall.com and look for the link to our t-shirt site in the right-hand corner. 
And if you haven't already, check us out on iTunes and write us a review. We love our iTunes reviews. It really helps us get the show out to more people. So thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.